Hi, and welcome to the Writing and Marketing Show brought to you by author Wendy H. Jones. This show does exactly what it says on the tin. It's jam-packed with interviews, advice, hints, tips and news to help you with the business of writing. It's all wrapped up in one lively podcast, so it's time to get on with the show. And welcome to episode 93 of the Writing and Marketing Show with author, entrepreneur, Wendy H. Jones. Well, I've had a buzzing few days and I'll tell you about those in a moment. Uh, First of all, today we're going to be talking about writing books that empower others. And I'm going to do that with a lovely lady from the USA called Avishael, but I'll talk to you about her in a moment. Uh, Before that, over the last two days, I've actually had two full days of book signing at the Wellgate Centre in Dundee. And it was part of something called the Battle of the Stalls. Now, I'm telling you about this because these sorts of opportunities are fabulous um, for marketing and promoting and selling your books. And the Battle of the Stalls was something that the um, Wellgate Centre, which is a shopping mall, shopping centre in Dundee, put on um, to increase the footfall fall post-COVID and get people back into the malls. And there were 23 stalls there, all of which did different things. And we were selling our books or promoting what we did. Not books. I was the only bookstore. I was selling books. Um, We were selling our products or we were um, talking about the services that we did and things like that. So there were... um, 23 of us and the battle was people had to vote for the best stall and the best stall holder is going to win a prize but I haven't heard yet whether I've won or not uh, possibly this week I'll hear we'll hear who the prize winners is so but it was so much fun because I've met so many lovely people now it's worth looking out for things like that because even if you don't win competitions like that. I sold books. People went away with books that would enjoy reading. They went away with books for people's Christmas presents, um, signed books. They went away with soft toys and mugs because I am now doing mugs that go alongside my books. Um, So I've got a a mug with Killer's Countdown on it. I've got a mug with Antiques and Alibis on it. And I've got a mug with Bertie the Buffalo on it. Although the mug with the Bertie Buffalo is only a trial of a few. And if it works, then I'll talk to the publisher about that because all merchandise should really go through the publisher. So welcome down in Sarah Grace Publishing. If you're listening to this, I'm not doing illegal merchandise. It was just a little trial to see if it goes well. And if it does, I'll come to you guys and say, can we have some mugs? Um, so I'm not going behind your back. There you go. I'm telling you I'm doing it. Um, but it, it's just a way of branching out, trying something new. Because if people see mugs, uh, they go nicely with a book uh, for a Christmas present, even if they pop a, some hot chocolate in. Um, you know, some marshmallows, and that makes a lovely Christmas present. So I've branched out a little bit. Um, Before I get on with the show, I would just like to say it's an absolute pleasure to um, bring it to the show to you every week, but it does uh, take time out of my week and my writing. So if you want to support it, you can do so by going to uh, patreon.com forward slash Wendy H. Jones, and you can support me for just $3 a month, and that's the cost of a tea or a coffee. And I would be very grateful, and it would mean that you like the show and want to continue with it. Um, and if you enjoy crime books or you enjoy uh, non-fiction books for writers or you're looking for a, a Christmas present or looking for a book for a Christmas present, then I am Wendy H. Jones. I write adult crime books. I write humorous adult mysteries, uh, cosy mysteries. I write non-fiction books for authors. Uh, I have uh, young adult mysteries, although they are 
going to a new publisher. They're going to be out with Malcolm Down and Sarah Grace very soon. Um, so they're not available at the moment, but will be very soon. Um, and I also do children's picture books, Bertie the Buffalo series, and a colouring book and a soft toy. You can see everything about me on my website at wendy at wendyhjones.com. You can find out more about me and you can also find out about the courses that I run for writers um, and the membership that I run for writers. So there's a lot going on, a lot that you can find out about, but you can do it all in the one place. So what of Avishai L? Well, Avishai Shai is an international best-selling author of the Power of Why book series. She's an international professional speaker and host of the most blunt holistic health podcast, Avi Unfiltered. She's a spiritual medium and holistic health coach who empowers people to fulfill their purpose and destiny on this planet. Teaching others the holistic lifestyle, utilizing nutrition, lifestyle, and spiritual methods is her passion. Writing is also her passion. And as I say, she's also a lovely lady and has written um, a book about uh, her journey through abuse, which is why I wanted to invite her on the show today, because I've read the book and it really will help people that are looking at uh, going through a similar journey. So without further ado, let's get on with the show and hear from Avishai. And we have Avishai well with us. Welcome, Avishai. It's lovely to have you here. Lovely to be here, Wendy. I'm excited. Hey, now you don't like sound like you're in Scotland, are you? <laughs> no, I'm at Connecticut, uh, the United States. I call it a corporation. <laughs> <laughs> Connecticut. Now yes. I've never, uh, I've never been to Connecticut. Where is that in the United States? It's, uh, I would say, up north. Up north. Okay. Wow. Welcome to Scotland, even if it's only virtually. Yes. I want to go there one day. Oh, please come and visit us. Come and visit. Scotland's an amazing place. And I'll have to go (laughs) to Connecticut one day. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going today, I'm going to be talking to Avishai about um, writing books that empower others. Are you ready to be interrogated? I mean, interviewed. (laughs) Sure, interrogate me all you want. Right. So nice, easy one to start with. Well, I hope it's easy because it's your book. Can you start by telling us about your book? Absolutely. So this book, my book is called I Made It Out, and it's my memoir or autobiography, whatever people refer to it as. And it's about my life. It details everything about my life, the ups and downs, um, the hardships, and it's basically meant to really empower the readers and show them that um, if I can make it out, they can make it out too. So I really wanted to do, do a book that, uh, like I said, detailed my life and as well as had lessons um, that I learned on my journey. Excellent. Well, you know, having had a sneak peek of it, I can say that it's a very good book. <laughs> so and you've been you. very honest. And that was why I wanted to interview you on the show, because um, your honesty is it can inspire others, you know, so and that's important that we can help to inspire and empower others. So your story is actually one of abuse, which could have led to despair. And yet you you seem to have come out of it stronger. Now, without giving too much of the book away, because you want people to buy it, how did you find the strength to do this? You know, Wendy, this is such a yummy question. And I'm super glad that you asked this question because I, you know, looking at my story and everything that I went through and you've read the books, you're probably like, well, 
you know, how did she even come out of this? And let me tell you, after a particular situation happened to me about um, years ago, I would say it was almost 30 years ago, um, about that, about that amount, about that many years. Um, That very day, I thought to myself, I said, I wonder what peace feels like. And so each day that I lived, even though that was a traumatic experience for me, I said, I really want to know what peace felt like. So every single day that I would get up, no matter what I was dealing with in life, I just craved peace. And sometimes my way to get peace was, you know, maybe through nutrition and lifestyle, but other ways it was, you know, through toxicity. And you'll, you'll see that in the book, like Wendy said, don't give too much of it away. But I always had that in my head. And that was my driving force um, to get out of situations was how can you balance your emotions? You know, it's very important. And it was very important to me. And it still is till this day to keep my emotions balanced, keep my mental, emotional, physical and spiritual states balanced. And so I turned, you know, traumatic situations. I transmuted those energies into positivity because I really wanted to know what peace felt like. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way of putting it. What does um, peace feel like? And sometimes we can feel like that in our lives, you know, but when that's ongoing, it it is quite traumatic. And I'm glad that you did find the strength to get out of it and get over it because you're an inspiration to others. But it must have actually been quite a difficult book to write. So what advice would you give to other women or indeed men when it comes to writing a similar type of book? Wendy, it was so difficult to write. I actually started writing this book in 2017. Gosh, <laughs> and I, yeah. I remember, I remember writing, I didn't write the whole book. I wrote a couple, a few pages and I got to a certain point and I left it alone. It was literally no more than three pages and I left it. It's not the same book. Um, but I started writing and I was like, I can't finish this. And what ended, what I ended up doing was actually delving into what needed to be healed a bit more and looked at because I was like, this shouldn't be this difficult to write. Um, So this year I came back to writing it, you know, and the advice that I would give people that I did is to step, you got it. Sometimes you have to step away, um, go out in nature, go out for a jog, do whatever healing modality gets you through working through um, traumatic life experiences. That's what I had to do even during this process. You know, I I got my favorite foods. You know, I drank smoothies during this process. I did whatever made me feel comfort with yeah. um, these uncomfortable situations. So that's what got me through writing this type of book, doing a lot of cleansing and healing and taking myself to the spa and doing things that made me feel good and made me feel whole. Yeah. Now, that's great advice, actually. Doing things that make you feel whole and make you feel better is a good way of doing it, you know, um, because if you're just plowing on with a book, your your emotions must just be piling up inside and you have to do something to, um, OK, you're letting them out on the page, but you're obviously reliving um, traumatic experiences. So going out and, you know, going into nature or going to a spa and doing things that allow you to to have downtime, really, and to, for your emotions to cool down, that's great advice. Right, absolutely. Yeah, it's def- there was definitely times where I could literally 
feel what was happening to me and what was going on. And like you said, it that's that's difficult. You have to take a step back and and really tell yourself like you're not in that place. <laughs> you know, you're present. You're here. You you did. You made it out. Um, and to really cleanse myself because I did feel like that at times. Yeah. So I was like, whoa, you know, I feel like I'm going <laughs> back in time. But yeah, it was a great experience, though. So, I mean, you, you, I'm moving on to something similar, but how did you and how would other potential writers deal with writing the more emotional parts of your story? I really feel like you have to tell yourself that that's not who you are. Whatever happened to you is not who you are you know, um, and really staying present in the moment, you know, like I said, a, a little bit in the, um, the previous question, but it's really staying in that present moment. And um, I would definitely say, what's your driving force, you know, to writing it? What do you want to convey? Um, what is the end result going to be like for you? You know, when you, when you finish, when you finish this part of, or when you finish the book, you know, but really telling people like when you're writing those emotional parts, you know, pat yourself on the back, um, recognize that that's not who you are. That's just simply, you know, what happened to you. You're a normal person. We go through things and you're OK. You know, that person or whoever or what you've experienced, that's not going to happen to you again. You know, you're safe. You're protected. Saying positive affirmations. Honestly, I am safe. I'm protected. You know, whatever you believe in God, I say creator, but I, you know, say God as well. Spirit, angels, um, whoever, you know, you believe in that makes you feel, um, um, what is it? Peaceful, present, you know, protected. So that, that would be my advice. Staying present, staying in the moment. Now, that's really good advice, staying in the moment, because you're not back there, even if you feel you are. You're yes. not. You've moved on. So that's good. And I, I mean, I'm curious. I wouldn't even know where to start with this. Where does one actually start writing a traumatic life story? Oh, definitely. Uh, I would say meditation. Once you meditate on things, you know, getting your you have to get your mind right to write this. Like it's almost do honestly writing this book i had to come up with like a mental a mental health routine i i found myself um working out more so than usual just to get my mind mentally ready to write something like this something where yeah. i could release endorphins um but i would say creating a timeline of events so you can do things in chronological order and then thinking of honestly what you want to convey to the reader, because although it's your story, you also want to convey what you went through. Like, do you want to make it um, an explicit visual? Do you want people to really visualize what you were dealing with? You know, how much do you want to give away? So I really had to piece through that um, as well as taking care of my mental health at the same time. So I would wake up and meditate. I would, like I said, I would get my favorite foods. I, I kind of found myself overeating a little bit at times. It wasn't bad food, but it was not my normal, in, <laughs> my normal yeah. intake. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't bad. It was organic. It was vegan, but I was like, okay, kind of got to slow down a little bit. Can't have all that. I was drinking a lot of water too, to just cleanse myself. So I would say definitely do something, have, have a mental health routine um, create a timeline of events. You don't skip anything. And then, you know, think of what you want to convey to the reader. What message are you sending to them? Yeah, no, they're, 
that that it's a good way of putting it that you need to be mentally ready to start writing it and routines in place that will help you be mentally ready is brilliant yeah so what would be your top three tips to anyone thinking of writing a book such as this my top three um three tips would be know why you're doing it what's your driving force to doing it so know the reason behind it what do you what motivates you what do you how do you want to impact people um, you know, knowing why you're doing it. You know, I find that if we just do things with, with no purpose, you know, it, it kind of, it has no benefit. So I find that things should benefit you as well as the reader. So it's really important to know why you're doing it because it will also help you complete the project, you know, you're working on. You know, when I was doing this project, there were times where I was like, you know what, I'm not going to finish this. And my spirit kept telling me, no, you have to write this book. You you have yeah. to write it. You know, sometimes even though things have happened to us, you know, it's like, it's, it's not always about us all the time. It's like someone really needs to hear this story. Yeah. And, you know, it's very easy when you go through, through traumatic situations to delve into yourself and say, I'm not, you know, this is too rough for me to write, but it's like someone, someone needs your voice right now. And so, you know, that was my driving force. Um, the next tip I would say is, like I said, think of what you want to convey to the reader. Do you want them to learn the lesson of, you know, they made it out? Do you want them to learn how to speak up for themselves? You know, what do you want them? What's the lesson in this? Um, that would be my second tip. And my third tip, my favorite tip is don't care. Actually, I think I might have, I think that was two. So, okay, I have two more then. Um, Don't care what anybody thinks. Um, Your life is realistic. I find that in today's society, there's a lot of things in my story, especially, and I'm I'm glad you enjoyed, you know, the story, Wendy, um, and appreciate you for having me on um, your podcast because a lot of things in my story, you know, some people think it was taboo. This is not talked about. A lot of these things are really um, kept hush, hush. And I think in today's society, these things need to be shared because there's so many people with similar stories, but just don't want to share them in fear of what other people may think or may judge them harshly. So when you're writing a story like this, you just have to go all out and and share that because it's going to help someone um, and people are going to relate to it. And my third one would be be gentle with yourself. That's most important. You have to be gentle with yourself. It's it's okay to take time out for yourself and and care for yourself because this is a it's a difficult process. You know, you're reliving certain things. Um, and just make sure you're putting yourself first. It's okay to put yourself first. Yeah. Yeah. Those are brilliant tips, actually. They really are. And I think you've hit the nail on the head, really, because it is difficult and you need to care for yourself and you need to know that you're important too. Yes. Yeah. Fabulous tips. But this type of book doesn't only empower authors, but it also empowers others. Why do you feel it's important that we write such books? Well, I think people are so afraid to talk about talk about these things. And like like I said, a lot of things have happened to to people where they don't feel like speaking up. Um, even when I've worked with certain clients, you know, my past clients, they've gone through various situations where they don't feel like they have a voice or they don't feel important or they don't feel deserving. Some people that I've come across in life, they don't really know what, you know, what love looks like. 
Um, so it's just important to show people that you're on this planet, you're on this earth to enjoy it. And if I can show someone how they can go from, you know, absolute turmoil to joyous and prosperous and and peaceful, then why not do it? And I I really feel like these stories are very important because there's so many people who don't speak up and they're in a very dark place. And I think showing someone that you can relate to them and that they will make it out of it, no matter um, what they're dealing with is important. And I was super excited to write this book because I'm like, it's truly going to be a best friend to so many people no matter what they're dealing with in life, you know, whether someone, um, you know, whether the weather changes and they don't like when it's cloudy out, they can take out this book and be like, okay, I could get through the day today. Or if they're just bored or someone's stressed, um, you know, stressed at home, you know, mom with children and they're just like, oh, I can't get through this day. They can open up whatever chapter it is. doesn't matter and say, I can get through it. So. Yeah. No, I think again, you're right. You know, it's always something that gives you hope. Yes you know, something better lies ahead. Uh, So yeah, I would agree with everything you're saying, really. I know you've written some other books. Can you tell us about them? (laughs) These are fun. This is fun to talk about. Um, So my earthly, my very first book was my earthly desserts book. And I wrote this back in 2015. And what actually prompted me to write this book is I I developed, you know, allergies um, to certain desserts and things. And I would always frequent this bakery and the lady, she didn't accommodate my allergies. She was like, this is the recipe and this is how it's going to be. So I I started playing around with recipes at home and things. And I developed a cookbook that used five to 10 ingredients or less, and it's allergen friendly. Then I made, you know, everything from cakes to cupcakes to donuts and everything. And I had no clue how to publish a book or anything. I just did it. And people ended up loving the book. Um, And so that was my very first book. It's called Earthly Desserts. And it's gluten-free, vegan, um, cakes, donuts, desserts, and everything. And it's designed um, for you to enjoy it. It doesn't taste bland or anything. It's whole food, plant-based, and it's extremely healthy. And you wouldn't know the difference between, you know, unhealthy treats versus that. So that was my first book. Yeah. <laughs> my uh <laughs> my second book was um well actually it's a series. It's was Dark Chocolate Love and Love Like Chocolate. So the Dark Chocolate Love is the darker part of <laughs> the series and I just published these for fun, you know. Yeah. These were self-published. I just published this for fun and it was during Valentine's of last year. And the reason why I wrote this book is because I do work with, you know, women who have been abused, whether it's domestic abuse or sexual abuse, whatever kind of abuse. And they've gone through, through, you know, narcissistic relationships and various things. And so I decided to put a different spin on it. It's like it's a short collection of poems and it's like erotica meets um, it's like Fifty Shades of Grey meets Twilight Zone meets a dark sense of humor. Yeah. So. It's kind of like, like you wouldn't put ketamine in a donut, actually. You know what I mean? You wouldn't really do that in real life. And I honestly had to put a disclaimer for the books. Like, hopefully people don't do what's in this book. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's basically meant to, you know, when you're in an abusive um, relationship, 
you don't actually, you know, hit the person back because you're the abused, you're the victim. So this yeah. book kind of gives the victims a voice and it, it's, it gets into the darker thought processes of the person being abused or the person being cheated on or betrayed. And it's very, it's warped and twisted, but it's, it's in such a funny way. It's like getting back at the person through a book, um, which is what I wanted to convey to people because I feel like we live in a society where those darker thoughts aren't really talked about. Like you don't see someone saying, I just want to, you know, kill everybody. You know, that's not talked that's not talked about. And I know yeah, people yeah. think it. And so I wrote that book to display what people are really thinking, <laughs> basically. And I added desserts to each of them because it's Valentine's Day. So I laced that in the poem. It's really unique, uniquely written. Um the third the third book, which is a, a part of that series, is Love Like Chocolate. And so this book is someone who graduated from um, feeling damaged and feeling broken in relationships and feeling broken in life to really loving themselves and um, getting in the gym and, you know, just taking themselves out on dates and developing a healthier relationship because they worked on themselves. So it's very opposites attract. I call it the opposites attract series. So those are my books. <laughs> Excellent. They sound good. <laughs> and I love the fact they involve recipes. Great. Yes. <laughs> my type of book. It's got food in it. <laughs> yes. Uh, my final question for you, Avishai, where can my listeners find out more about you and your books? They could find out more about me on my social media, which uh, most of it is Avishai, L-A-V-I-S-H-A-I-E-L my websites, www.avishael.com and on amazon.com. It's under Avishael, um, as well as um, my other podcast, which is Avi Unfiltered. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining me today and taking time out of your day because I know you're a busy lady. Yes. Yeah, I enjoyed this, though. I appreciate this. This was so much fun, Wendy. It's been an absolute pleasure having you and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, you too. Bye, bye. Bye. That brings us to the end of another show. It was really good to have you on the show with me today. I'm Wendy H. Jones and you can find me at wendyhjones.com. You can also find me on Patreon where you can support me for as little as $3 a month, which is less than the price of a tea or coffee. You go to patreon.com forward slash wendyhjones. I'm also Wendy H. Jones on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Pinterest. Thank you for joining me today and I hope you found it both useful and interesting. Join me next week when I will have another cracking guest for you. Until then, have a good week and keep writing, keep reading and keep learning.